Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Dating Over Easy. My name is Lucy Bullock. My name is Andy Otoni, and this is episode four, as I've been reminded multiple times. Uh-huh. Andy put episode three on the Google document, and I'm like, Andy, you need to give credit where credit is due. We've been doing this for four weeks. It's our three. third episode with guests, though, to be You're fair. saying we didn't count for the first episode? We aren't guests. I know, but we count. We still have agency, Andy. We're still important. Wait, when when did we agree to have agency? <laughs> I don't know. It was in the contract somewhere. You we had a it. we had a contract. <laughs> um, we're joking. I signed every piece of paper put in front of me. I'm a celebrity. It's just called an autograph. Um, we had a thousand Spotify impressions in the last week, which is kind of crazy. Did we really? That's so exciting. Yeah. I like that you're choosing now to tell me this information while we're on the air. Uh, yeah. Also, we ha- we're very popular with two demographics, 18 to 22 and um, 50 to 55. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> make up about <laughs> 66% of our demographic. That's phenomenal. It, it is. Um, it doesn't tell me actual numbers on how many listeners we have, but it gives me percentages. Hey, um, you know what? I probably can find the numbers if I looked hard enough, but I okay. didn't want to deal with the Spotify podcasting system any more than I had to this week. Um, speaking of which... If you're listening live and you missed part of it, don't worry. You can always catch us later on Spotify. In fact, I think that's that's definitely how a majority of our listeners get the show. 100%. But if you can listen live, it's always more fun. I don't know. I do music, and I always think live is better. So I'm partial. I'm partial. It It is a great time, though. Uh, I didn't think to check our levels, so Lucy, please speak into the mic. Hello. I'm loud. I'm sure we're good, but we'll see if... That's true. Hello, listeners. Hello, world. We're checking our audio levels. Okay. I it's th- 9 a.m. I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. Well, Andy, do we think it's time to introduce our guests? I don't know. Are Are you ready to introduce our guests? I think I'm ready to introduce our guests. Are you ready to introduce our guests? I'm waiting. I'm, I'm always ready. Okay. Let's go. You guys are going to be live in three, two, one. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Morning. All right, uh, let's do indie intros. So just like name, hall, year, what you're studying, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, so my name is Madeline Huey. I'm a sophomore in Baden Hall, originally from outside of Chicago. Um, Woo! Yes. Uh, south, south suburbs. Suburban. For anyone wondering. And I'm triple majoring in music performance, theology, and classics. Um, I would also just like it to be known, I do, in fact, have a boyfriend. He's not on the show because he didn't want to get up. Valid. But... I also don't want to get up most days for the show. I love That's doing it. That's why Andy gets his cute little coffee every morning. Yeah. You don't have to have, you don't need coffee to do the show. I don't need coffee to do life, Andy. <laughs> oh, well, that makes me sound like an addict. Nah. I'm just saying. I I gave up caffeine a little while ago, actually, and it's been. That's probably pretty healthy. A little better, but a little more tired. But I've, I've got my little, we're not sponsored yet, but I've got my little Chobani blueberry You're Greek yogurt. a regular here. Jamie Lee Curtis. Was it, Chob- did she do Chobani or was that like a different company she did? I thought it was like Activa. Oh, it was Activa. It was, it was Activa, was. right? It was like a fitness yogurt. Yeah, it was Activa. <laughs> okay, never mind. You know, close now. Yeah. I will be the Jamie Lee Curtis of Chobani someday, <laughs> so it's fine. Chobani, please sponsor us. Chobani, please sponsor. But what have we got so far? Bob Evans and Chobani and IHOP, right? And IHOP, and um, I think I made a joke 
about I, I made some bad joke yes last week about this. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, That's all right. Anyway, moving on. Our other guests, will you please introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm Sam Godinez. Uh, I'm a sophomore living in Dillon Hall, uh, majoring in uh, poli sci with a minor in history, and I'm originally from Tijuana, Mexico. Yep. Uh, I don't. I was going to have a comment, but I forgot what it is. I'm a little fried. I, <laughs> it's I, 9 a.m. It's 9 a.m. On a Saturday. I stayed up a little late doing homework last night because I went to go see Poor Things at Deepak. Uh, go How see it. How was it? It was a great movie. I'm a lot more violence and nudity than I expected really? from a best picture contender the that's not Oppenheimer. I know about that movie is that Emma Stone dyed her hair. She the dyed her hair. It looks a little, it takes some getting used to. It was fine. It was good. I liked it. But, like, I left it thinking, wow, that was an experience. I ran into a friend going to the 9.30 showing when I was leaving at, like, 9.15. Oh, there were two showings last night? Yeah, six, like, 6.30 to, like, 9.15. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 9.30 to whenever it ended. Because, like, uh, Professor Herbst gave his little, gave By a little way, speech. we are sponsored, kind of. Go to the DeBartolo Performing Arts Center. Go we, see movies. We're spo- Andy and I are sponsored in that we both work there. <laughs> we both so. get paid by them on a bi-weekly basis. Mm-hmm. But not not for what you think. <laughs> not for what you think. Andy works at the ticket office, and I do social media. Yes, which uh, feels very on brand. It what what do you mean that feels? I don't know. You feel, feel like brand. a social media worker. I don't know if I feel like a ticket office worker. You don't feel like a ticket office worker, but I don't know. I feel like. I mean, I love being ticket office. Don't don't make that that make that sounds like I don't like being ticket <laughs> office. I love being ticket office. I you guess get to it, work with all the cool people like Abby Clink. Shout out Abby Clink. She'll be on the show some week. Abby she, is a regular listener to Dating Over Easy. She owes. Us both favors, I'm sure, at That's this okay. point. That's okay. Even if she didn't, we'd have her on the no, show. No, sh- still, but... This is not just a show for people doing our bidding. <laughs> it isn't? <laughs> no. That's oh. not how I pick my guests. Is that I'm, how you I pick may, yours? I may have to rewrite the application form a little bit. Okay, valid. That's I cool. I call it the tithes. The what? Like tithes, like the thing you paid to the church that caused Protestantism. <laughs> I don't know. That was the first word that came into my head. Okay, let's just be clear. It didn't cause Protestantism. It I'm... was a leading uh, factor. I'm a theo major in here. <laughs> oh, that makes, that, makes, that makes one of the questions, I think, a whole lot better, though. We're going to get schooled. We are, but that's part of the fun. Okay, are we getting co- live commentary already? We are, yes. My, my mom offers us... Live commentary each show, Sometimes which is wonderful. Sometimes one of our friends from D. Also, I got it wrong. It was Activia, not Activa, but I was close enough. Uh, that's, you know what? That's close I knew it from memory from the commercials. I just remember the SNL sketch with John Mulaney. Oh my gosh, wait. Speaking of commercials, before we start, I had a crazy, not a realization. It was like a forced realization in my marketing class this week. Okay, do you guys remember Dumb Ways to Die? Yeah, that's an, yeah. is it going to be that that was a marketing campaign? It was a marketing campaign! Yeah, it was to get kids for to stop. For Metro! It was to get kids to stop playing on train tracks. For the Australian like, Metro. It was crazy. I had no idea. Australia's wild. They, they're they the only people that could get away with making that as like an ad campaign. Got you. I've been seeing a lot of anti-smoking ads. I think I've mentioned this on the show. But it's gone to the point where me and my roommate Kevin, shout out Kevin, he's listening live right now. Shout out, Kevin! Uh, he will be on the show, too, someday. But um, we keep getting them when we watch Catfish on Hulu, which is a crazy sentence. We've been watching a lot of Catfish. You've been getting the Dumb Ways to Die No, we've been getting anti-smoking ads. Oh, you told me about and this. It's like, and it's like, I wanted to smoke menthol cigarettes because I thought they'd make me cool. There's nothing cool about having a stroke. And then it's just a picture of a guy on an ambulance and reading a magazine. And I'm like, 
that's crazy. This is a 15 second ad. There's yeah. a lot going on, but we love them, and I can quote them mostly from memory now. Um, shout out, not smoking. Shout not out, a, health. Not, not a sponsorship, but like don't definitely not. A don't smoke menthol cigarettes, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it, it's your life. Do what do what you want to do with it, but like we <laughs> neither of us smoke menthol cigarettes. Do do either of you guys smoke menthol cigarettes? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm at <laughs> first question of the day. Do either of you smoke menthol? So. I am both a little bit asthmatic and a voice major. Oh, I, oh, I have asthma too. So I, that would... I need my lungs yep. to work. Yeah. So valid. Don't really want to jeopardize that one. Do you do a lot of classical stuff in the voice major? It You can. It kind of depends on who you are. Okay. Like Some people take it more musical theater. Some people take it more classical. Cool. Because I am me. I do mostly classical. Nice. Sam, I'm worried for this answer. No, I actually don't. Okay. No, yeah. he, I don't think. No, he's no, there, there are other things uh, about my life, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people know. But uh, no cigarettes, no smoking. You heard it here. Four people do not condone <laughs> smoking menthol cigarettes. So I don't you know why. It's the fact that it's menthol specifically. I'm like those regular other cigarettes are fine. Those regular filtered <laughs> Marlboros, those are fine, but the menthol <laughs> ones will get you. And no, okay, so we keep getting those ads. And then this week's Abbott Elementary is about a kid smoking a menthol cigarette and getting caught. And spoilers, I guess, for like the first five seconds of Abbott Elementary this week. And I just start laughing so loud because I'm like, this is what we're talking about. Um, We are stalling for time. Uh, They both leaned in and whispered something to each other, which is terrifying. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Um, Are you ready for game number one? Um, I am. So ready. Okay, so we're going to stick with the order I laid out there. I randomized that already, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so our first game is a new game on the show. There, uh, our two games this week are new games. Actually, we're introducing only new stuff to the show this week. Why would you do this to me? Yeah. You I listened actually... in preparation, which is crazy. <laughs> so did I, actually. You you, you listened <laughs> to the show in preparation. <laughs> well, I, I well I I yeah. Uh... I listened to Caroline's and Jack's um, live, but then I, then I listened to the one with Max um, just this morning. I couldn't get all of it, but no. But okay, well, so we are sorry. Uh, we have two new games plus the standard. How do you like your eggs at the end? Which I came up with that at midnight last night. I think I came up with a pretty good place. Do you agree? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I don't know if we have like a big intro, but we can kind of improvise one. Our first game of the show is Andy what... Andy decided a cute name for it, so we'll use the cute name for it. It is called Pick Up Mix Up. So it's one of the more dating centric games for dating over easy, but don't worry. Don't worry. Still game show style. My thing is the both these weeks are actually very dating themed. They're so fun. Like we're more... getting more creative. It's like, it's wonderful. We, okay. We high fived right in front of the mic that Good. time. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. Thank you. You're welcome to our listeners. So, Pick Up Mix Up is a game in which Andy, myself, and ChatGPT came up with pickup lines given scenarios, and you have to guess which one belongs to it. And guess who came up with all three scenarios? Woohoo! Woo! They're all Notre Dame themed too, which I think is pretty great. Wait, so we guess if either 
Um, you, well, you'll hear a pickup. You'll hear three pickup lines. So are we lines. are we reading all three? Yeah, we'll we read reading? all three, okay. and then they have to like guess which one was which. So it's like a matching game. It's like a matching game. You can ask us to repeat them, obviously, because we're going to be throwing three at you, and they're all pretty long. It sounds like. Okay. Scenario. Are we ready for scenario one? I'm ready for scenario one. All right. Without further ado, scenario one. You're in line at the dining hall, and you see someone cute. You hit them with your best line. Number one. I came here looking for a meal, but I'd be happy leaving with a snack like you instead. Number two, are you, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm really gonna have to keep my composure for these. Are you a plate of mystery meat? Because you've got me intrigued, but slightly concerned about what I'm getting into. Number three, you remind me of the dining hall waffle maker. It makes sense that everybody loves you. Okay. So there's no way the dining hall waffle maker was ChatGPT because no. it's too Notre Dame specific to be ChatGPT. Wait, could you repeat the second one? Mm-hmm. Are you a plate of mystery meat? Because you've got me intrigued but slightly concerned about what I'm getting into. Yeah, that's Andy. That's Andy. Therefore, the third one is okay. Lucy. The third and one the f- is Lucy, and the first one is ChatGPT. Yeah. Are you also? Locked in? I just want to say. That this is giving me such serious flashbacks. So Sam and I had a class together last semester. Oh no! Do you know what you know what I'm gonna say? Okay. An unnamed individual told us a story about how this individual used a very bad pickup line, and now I'm just remembering oh, that. Actually, he's still a friend of mine. I have lunch with him on uh, tomorrow. We weren't supposed to say that. Oh. Well, he's not saying the name, so like, I, unless you know who it is, it's not revealing. That's fair. Or unless you have like Sandy's right. calendar. Uh, yeah. But, okay. The pickup okay. Line was okay. So what? What's your locked-in answers? ChatGPT, Andy, Lucy. Yeah. One, two, three. Okay. You got one correct. Uh, oh. The last one was me. Okay. I would never call the dining hall mystery meat. I I'm, was kind of wondering, but Sam seemed so sure. I. I think. <laughs> I, think I just thought this is something that Andy would probably. <laughs> no, here's my thing. I came up with a much worse one I whispered to Lucy but before the show. But we're not going to do it we're on the air. We're not saying it, but I came up with one on that was very dining hall specific. Oh, yeah. Very yeah, like dining we've hall we've all had the eggs at the dining hall, right? Is it is it about the wags? It might be about the it wags. It might be about yes. the wet eggs. But no, I came up with a generic one. Let's read scenario number 2. Okay, scenario number 2. You're in the student section at a football game. Number 1. Are you Sam Hartman? Because you stole my heart, man. Number two, if you asked everyone in the stands out, I'd be first down to say yes. Number three, is your name Sam Hartman? Because when I'm around you, I feel like I just scored a touchdown. I'm applying the same logic and going with number two is ChatGPT. <laughs> okay, let's hold off and <laughs> Okay, what if it could also be the third one? That's fair. Because if if they just write down, make a pickup line with Sam Hartman, I think the third one would also make sense. But then the first one would also make sense. Repeat everything again. Sure. <laughs> okay, number one. Are you Sam Hartman? Because you stole my heart, man. Number two. If you asked everyone in the stands out, I'd be first down to say yes. Number three. Is your name Sam Hartman? Because when I'm around you, I feel like I just scored a touchdown. The second one is probably ChatGPT. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And then, mm, Lucy, Andy, for one and three? Or would you flip it? I'm deferring to you on this one. <laughs> uh, 
I think Lucy could be the first one. Uh, I mean, if it's Sam, are you Sam Hartman because you stole my heart, man? That that sounds like something Lucy would but, would probably. But it also seems like something Andy could say. Oh. I love. I do love a good pun, as my parents will tell you. But Andy, rather. that was a bad pun. No, I. <laughs> okay. I love ouch. those. I love those too. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I shouldn't. No, be no, I do bad puns more often than I do good ones. Actually, I don't want to ruin it. Lucy, ChatGPT, Andy. Once again, you got one correct. Uh, you got Lucy's correct. I was number one. And once again, you confused me with ChatGPT. <laughs> this is hurtful. I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> to be fair, I came up with all of mine before Chat, but I also picked the ones. ChatGPT would give me like five, and I picked from those. Okay, I am curious, though. Did you type Notre Dame. I tapped. I typed in Notre Dame football game, which okay. is how we got Sam Hartman. Okay. Um, without it, it, it would have. Because I do appreciate that logic. If it were, well, that's exactly. You, I was trying not in... to look away. I was trying to look away so they couldn't see my face when they yeah. said that. And yeah. Because Lucy, in the prompt that you're giving us, it didn't say Notre Dame football. Sure. Anymore. Sure. So then, by my logic, I'm like, okay, they're probably typing in the same prompt they're giving us, but Valid. you've ruined oh. my logic, Andy. Okay, I also, will, since <laughs> I came up with the prompts, I'll read the next one as I typed it in. Brutal. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man, my mom is offering some spicy commentary. My mom read just it. goes, Hartman doesn't score touchdowns. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so ChatGPT is wrong on this, that one. My thing is, I, it took me a good few minutes to come up with this. Because the whole time I was fixated on Sam Hartman, which I'm glad I didn't do because the other two were Sam Hartman related. Mm -hmm. But the only thing I think of is, uh, he runs. He doesn't throw. He doesn't throw. He only runs. Five guys on Eddie Street, 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Those were the three thoughts running through my head when I was trying to come up with it. So I'm just like, generic football terms. What what do we got? Also, um, okay. also uh, ChatGPT is like updated until 2022, right? Uh, I I definitely until twenty twenty two at the like most at like the latest. But then how did it, how could it come up with a prompt that says Sam Hartman? Because I I don't know maybe it got updated. Re it's Chat GPT v four with when I did my playlist for the, my other radio show with Chat GPT. It was version three, so they've updated it recently. I guess. Okay. I don't use Chat GPT. No I've only used Chat GPT twice in my life, and it's for this. It's been for radio content. Which is insane. That's valid, though. Um, Kevin and I did test out ChatGPT's uh, propensity for pickup lines, and at a certain point, it will refuse. But if you ask it to be like Peter Griffin from Family Guy, it will keep going. So, uh, life hack for anyone out there using ChatGPT for anything. Um, okay, I'll read the third prompt, because I remember how I typed it in. Okay. Can you give me a pickup line for a first... A first semester theology class at the University of Notre Dame. Okay. Number one. <clears throat> Sorry. Number one. Are you going on Noah's Ark? Because I think we'd make the perfect pair. Number two. You look like a sacred mystery, the way I want to get to your divine center. Number three. This class asks us, who is Jesus and what is the church? All I want to know, though, is who are you and what's your number? Um, the second one is kind of heinous, which I love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whatever we think is ChatGPT is probably Andy. I don't think the third one is ChatGPT, though, no. because the third one is also really specific to, like, how Notre Dame teaches foundations. Mm -hmm. 
I, I'm going to intercept this and say I just got a notification on my Apple Watch. One of my friends tagged Kevin and said, who is Peter Griffin? Which oh, is no. the funniest thing to just randomly see. Sammy's checking his phone, too, now because he's in that group chat. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Okay. I'll, I'll keep talking then, I guess. Go for it. Please. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, okay. I feel like the heinous one... I almost want to say it's ChatGPT just because I feel like ChatGPT has the ability to be heinous. But if we're applying the logic of the previous two, maybe it is Andy? Okay, I was thinking that maybe Noah's Ark, the one about Noah's Ark, I thought, immediately I thought ChatGPT, but now I'm thinking, well, it actually could be Andy's. But That's true. The last one, like, I could hear Lucy saying it. It's also because I read it. I know, so but like that helps. But like, <laughs> it's something that Lucy it, it would fits say. with your personality. Okay, from what I know of your personality. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Okay. I think we should go third, Lucy, at least right now. Okay. Okay. Third one's Lucy, and it's like we've gotten all of them right, so we're we've gotten all of Lucy's right, yeah. so we're we're rocking that. Yeah. Um. How basic do we think ChatGPT went okay, is the thing. What's the second one again? Second one is, you look like a sacred mystery, the way I want to get to your divine center. I I have no words other than that is heinous. Oh, yeah, no. I think that's probably Andy. Yeah. ChatGPT, Andy, Lucy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got them completely wrong. <laughs> All of the, this first, the first one was me. I almost said that too because I was like, you know, that's cute. Could be. And Lucy would come up with a cute yeah, one. Cute. I would not come up with the second one. <laughs> I, I resent that notion. I wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt. I appreciate that. Yeah, and then the last one was Andy. I, it was too overcomplicated to not be Andy's. And it's also ultra specific to Father Kevin's. That's class. what I was thinking. Yeah, it was Father Kevin's and theology I didn't take, class. I didn't take Father Kevin. So, Imagine. Shout out Father Kevin, um, but original, I didn't take Father Kevin. The original draft was, what's your digits? But then I got told that was too corny. I, So, fun fact, I was a Foundations of Theology couple, still going strong. Oh, funny. Yay. Yeah. Were you guys paired for something, or just you met there? We we had two classes together that semester, um, so, like, we met kind of through both of them, through a mutual scare quotes friend. Okay. Um, but, like, yeah. And we've been dating for, like, almost a year. Yay! So, That's yeah. So but, like, so foundations of theology couples. They're a, good, a thing. I love a good origin story. They are a thing. Oh, my gosh. My Moreau professors. So, Moreau, for the listeners who don't know, is a first-year kind of gateway course where you learn about resources of the university and do Could some sort of self-reflection stuff. It is getting changed. Wait, is, it, is there going to be an actual senior Moreau? Oh, you senior? Would, you'd be the one who knows. You're asking this so we can <laughs> set you up to talk about student government. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so my Moreau, usually it's just one professor, but my Moreau was taught by two professors, a husband and wife. Shout out Michael and Madeline Infantine. They were adorable. She was in Baden, actually. He was in Keough, and they met in their Foundations of Theology class. They were wonderful. I love them so much. I need to get lunch with them one of these days. But anyway, Andy, do we want to move on to our next game? Yes, 
Let, let's move on. I'm sorry. I may sound a little shaken up because I was scrolling through entertainment headlines and it compared Mean Girls to The Zone of Interest, which if you know what either of those fil- if you know what both those films are about, that is the most terrifying sentence to read. By the way, The Zone of Interest will be at DPAC in some upcoming weeks. Please go see it. It is supposed to be a phenomenal film. It, I um, have never heard of it. We're going to mention <laughs> movies about the Holocaust two weeks in a row, I guess, because um, it is about... Oh, is that movie about the Holocaust? Yeah, and Spielberg has called it the best Holocaust film since Schindler's List. That was his That was his praise. It is a little oh. weird that he mentioned his own film, but you know it is a very good movie. But yeah, Spielberg endorses it. If you know Spielberg's endorsing that, go see it. Another Spielberg movie, Color Purple Remake, which is a musical. That was Spielberg? He produced, he produced it, he directed the original, so he produced the remake. Oprah also produced it, because she was in the original. Saw. As, like, an actress. Okay, game number two, another new game. So, the title that we're officially calling, and you guys have probably heard of this before, is There Are Ten, But. So, we're either doing There Are Ten, But, or There Are Three, But, because I thought it was funny to mix both. So, here we go. Are we ready? Oh, you're going to make me read this one? Oh, sorry. Uh, you read all the last ones. I'll read this one. Okay. I don't care if I read the game. It's just the first one. No, is no. Okay. You clearly wrote the first one. Oh, that's a little targeted. I'm just saying. There are 10, but they're in student government. <laughs> yeah, that was targeted. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. That was mean. <laughs> so for the listeners who don't know, Sam is in student government. I'm the senator of Dylan Hall. I'm the one that mostly does everything. <laughs> um, to paraphrase Emperor Palpatine, I am the senator. That's not paraphrasing. That is a direct quote from the main villain of the Star Wars films. Exactly. But that means you'll die, and then you'll just come back, and no one cares to explain it, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, Madeline has taken off her headset, moved away from the mic. She is laughing or crying. I can't. Laughing. Okay, laughing very hard. <laughs> I took a swig of coffee. Right oh, I'm okay. so sorry. <laughs> right and as that happened. That. And I didn't want to, like, spew it everywhere. Oh, I appreciate that. Just gonna say, I would say 10. Maybe even go a little bit above. Maybe even 11. Okay, so the biased person is saying <laughs> student government makes them a 10, keeps them a 10, or goes above. Yeah. Madeline, what do you say? Oh, uh, I have a complicated relationship with student government. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> but, like, one of my very, very good friends just got elected VP for next year. Oh, Maeve? Yeah. Very Maeve's fun. In, Maeve's oh, in choir with yeah. me. Shout out, Maeve. Love you. Yay. Um, But, like, I just... Some people get very, very into student government. <laughs> I can't imagine who. And like, who could this be talking about? Oh my gosh! I'm getting targeted here. I don't know you well enough to like <laughs> point in comments. On on the on the on the class that we were in, I was literally addressed as Senator Samuel Godiness. By whom? Don't you remember Matthew? Oh. No, I kind of just blocked most of that class out of my memory. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. What class was this? It was great speeches, CSEM, oh, okay. with Professor John Duffy. Yeah, who's awesome. We love CSEMs. Yeah. But like, it was a lot. Um, no, it was fine. It was a good class. Do you think? Really? That- <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you think if Macbeth was alive today, he could be killed by someone I- in a CSEM, or is it only C-section? What? 
I'm very tired. I've been thinking about Macbeth a lot lately for a class. So that's unrelated. Okay. Okay. Next. Wait, what's your final Student, student government can keep him a 10, I guess. It, it it depends on the person and it depends on the situation. And I feel if like they do going... student government, they're a 10. If they are student government, if they are it goes student down government, it goes down a little bit because, uh-huh. like, if that's your entire personality, like, I, I, I'm I'm so sorry. Not my entire personality. No, you have many other personality traits that are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Okay, number two. There are three, but they have a really great relationship with their family. Automatic. Automatic up. Um, um, yeah. And that's partially just coming from, like, I have a really close family and a bunch of younger siblings, and, yeah. But, like... If you have a good relationship with your family, that automatically takes you up, like, six points. Yeah. Wait, hold up. But there are three. So. I don't really care that much. <laughs> I would just, like, like, because it also just makes you, like, a better person if you have a good relationship with your family, I feel like. And I feel like that's, like, kind of overgeneralizing. But if you have a good relationship with your I think especially family, with your siblings. Yeah. If you have a good relationship. Or, honestly, if you have a good relationship with your parents. Yeah. It's... Either or. Well, that's obviously important, but I think, like, from a formation standpoint. Yeah. Like, if you're really close with your younger, yeah. older siblings, I yeah. think it's, like, a good little community. Yeah. Love my brothers. Shout out Nick. It's his birthday soon. <gasps> Shout out Nick. Okay. I'm going to have to say, I want to bump it up three points, but I'm going to go 5.5. So. Okay. 2.5 points. Okay. okay. Uh, next question. Oh, no. They're a 10, but they know all of Hamilton by memory. Why does that matter? Why does that still not keep them a 10? Wait, the... Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, Okay. Here's my thing. Lin-Manuel Miranda is like the Drake of musical theater, if that makes any sense to anyone else out there. (laughs) Nah, we love Lin-Manuel. No, we love him, but like people love Drake, but he's a little corny. I've been told this is not as spicy of a take as I think it is, but like Lin-Manuel Miranda's creative side is like, insane oh. and then his vocal side is like no we, we could have found oh no he's so, not a vocal i got used to anthony ramos as usnavi in the movie version of in the heights one of my favorite shows and i was listening to the broadway recording and it gets to the part where he has to sing in the opening number and i'm like ah that's right it's Lin-Manuel. i forgot because he rap his rapping is good because he writes it so mm-hmm. like he knows how to rap it well but then he gets to actually singing it and i'm like he can sing but, like, he's also not... He has a very distinctive voice. I'll give him that. In my personal opinion, I believe the greatest resource to go to for evaluating Lin-Manuel's voice is go to no. the Hamilton no. rough recordings. The original rough recordings that he made for Hamilton. There's, In my opinion, there's almost nothing worse to listen to. It's just... It's cacophony at some parts when he's doing the overlapping harmonies. The best is say no to this. If you guys are familiar you, with say no to this, played this for when me. he has to sing the Mariah Reynolds part and go up where she usually goes like into the stratosphere with her range. Yeah, he tries to do it on the recording and it's just I I welcome any listener to do that My, if you want a good laugh. I will, it's just crazy. I will say he has proven himself as like an artist beyond writing with Tick tick boom! Great. Oh, I mean, he's a genius. He's a, but... he's a he's he is a ma- he's like a masterful artist. But Tick Tick Boom is a very well directed movie. That every time I see he directed it, I get taken aback because I'm like, that's right, he decided to direct a movie. Yeah, right. And it got nominated for a bunch of Oscars and stuff. It was a fantastic movie. Fantastic. Okay, Sam great. Wilde. Uh, 
Okay, so I'm in the weird position where I've actually never heard the musical. But <gasps> really? But I've and you I've, do student government, <laughs> and you've never heard Hamilton. No, but I feel like there's got to be a correlation. I I have read a portion of the book by Ron Chernow. Okay, that, so, the, the one it was based on. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna say nine because even though I have like admiration if they memorize the whole script. It, the, it's, it is like a three-hour completely sung through show, except for one bit of dialogue. There's only one scene of dialogue. What scene of dialogue? Well, it's right before Act 1 ends where they're like, hey, your best friend died, and he's yeah. like, oh, damn, I gotta, they I gotta write, I gotta write. They, oh, cut, it. they, they cut, cut it from it. the cast. soundtrack, yeah. And then people in the, when the recording came out on Disney+, Plus, people were losing their minds. They're like, what do you mean there's just dialogue in this for five seconds I and then never again? About that. Nine. Nine? Nine. Okay. There are three, but you have the same music taste. Automatic six. He's very <laughs> stringent. I was about to say, you don't want to give people tens today. <laughs> Except if they're in student government. <laughs> then they're in the 11. <laughs> no, uh, maybe, maybe even go a little bit more above 6.5 or 7. Okay. I mean, wow, a whole 6.5. We're Maybe. skyrocketing this. Um, okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm just going to say, like, at least my music taste is all over the place. Sure. Um, like, I primarily listen to classical music when studying, but at the same time, whenever I need to get motivated, I don't mind putting 80s music. Or so, Eminem. Or that Eminem. one time you played Madden against Kevin, oh. and I could you were playing Eminem on your headphones so loud, I could hear... I could hear lose yourself coming from your like general direction. Absolutely, because it yes for uh, listeners to actually understand. I was gonna play a game against Madden, um, against uh, Andy's roommate, and uh, and he beat me every single time. So I needed to get pumped. So I listened to Eminem's "Lose Yourself" and "Sink for the Moment." Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, I took it very seriously. That's I mean, fantastic. No, I still got defeated by seven points, but it's, it's a bit of an improvement. My. Here's backseat gaming because I don't play Madden because I'm bad at it. I'm actually better than I give myself credit for, but I'm not good enough to like go against people who regularly play it. It's because when you're like 10 points ahead, you're like, I'm still going to lose. You go in thinking you're going to lose. That's going to make you lose. It never it's go- all a mindset. Yeah, never go in with a negative mindset. Speaking of mindset, read the WVFI fan magazine uh, mindset produced by students in WVFI. We, That's crazy. That was not we even a finally drop. finally plugged it. That's I've been meaning so to because I want to be a part of it. Okay. <laughs> okay, Madeline. Madeline. Yeah. Mm. As, a, as somebody who does a voice work major, what do you think? Yeah. It's, it's definitely like it helps, you know, to like have similar music taste, especially because you don't want to be in a situation where like you put on some music and you realize, oh, no. This person hates what I'm listening to. But again, I'm kind of in the same boat, not quite as much as Sam, but like my music taste is also all over the place. And so it's also very malleable. <laughs> like I didn't realize how much I liked the Beach Boys until like the past six months. Sure. Um, I, we, who doesn't love pet sounds, pet noise? That one album with the green cover where they're petting a sheep. I don't remember the name. It's too early in the morning. But, like, this is a very long-winded answer of saying that bumps it up to probably a seven. Okay. Cool. Okay. Nice. You went higher than me, actually. Uh, 
So they're a 10, but they don't know who Sam Hartman is. Assuming they're a student here. That, that's part of it. They're, you're it's a assuming. It's for me. It, it, like, here's my thing. How do you not know who Mr. Alpha Wolf Sam Hartman is? Like, if you don't follow his Instagram, that's already a little iffy. His Instagram's hilarious. Do you guys follow him? I on... love his Instagram. I just love how he post, like, alpha male wolf pictures sometimes. It just makes me laugh. Like, he just knows that he... everyone... He's just so funny. And then it'll be, like, every other post is, like, a sponsored post he did with, like, Nike. Or, like, Dollar Shave Club Yeah, it's like... Something. it's right. Yeah, but then it's, like, five... Me, when I go to five guys at 2 a.m. Wolf picture. Right. It, it, it's phenomenal. No, and then lose in the, the game, the next game. We don't talk about that here. Nah. Okay, so there are 10, but they don't know who Sam Hartman is. Dubs only. Um, actually, I'm going to say 8. Because I just think, like, if they don't know who Sam Hartman is and they go to Notre Dame. I was about to say, yeah. I think it's different whether or not yeah. you're at Notre Dame. Yeah, because, yeah. If, no, if, because if they go to, like, some random school somewhere else, and yeah, no, it's, they're, they're still a 10. But if they go to Notre Dame, and let's say that they, they're so like a month or two has, has passed and they still don't know who Sam Hartman is, then I just think, what are you doing with your life here? Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it that we're going to college, but at the same time, have a little bit of fun outside of classroom. So I'm going to have to say eight. Okay. Solid answer. Madeline? It does not matter at all to me. You stay at a 10. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> Valid. Notre Dame student or not, it doesn't matter. To be honest... I knew more about Notre Dame football before coming here That's than I funny. did since I've been here. Because I just don't have the bandwidth to care. Sure. I, I Actually, when I got accepted to Notre Dame, uh, uh, my former high school classmates were telling me, it has a great football team. And I was like, really? I did not know anything about Notre Dame football. I'm a quadruple legacy. Are you? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, so my grandfather went here, met my grandmother, who at the time was at St. Oh, Mary's. Oh, your parents met here, And right? then my parents met here. Oh, my gosh, that's so So funny. it's like two generations of Notre Dame-St. Mary's, because it was Notre Dame Soul Boys at the time. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I had totally forgotten that. Stop. Did you find the Sam uh, Harmon no, Alpha Wolf Kevin picture? Kevin did. Stop. Shout out, Kevin. Andy's roommate just sent the picture of the Sam Harmon alpha wolf. He's sitting against a tree on a hill. He looks very wistful. He looks like he needs to go to (laughs) Eddie Street. He needs to go back to Eddie Street. He misses his electric scooter. As he should. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Number six. There are three, but they can cook. For all our listeners out there who can't see me, I am a three who can cook. Stop. You're three who can bake. Can you cook? Oh, <laughs> that hurts. I'm kidding. And I've cooked before. I'm um, kidding. I love my co-host. My co-host is a 10. We're not dating. <laughs> we are not dating. We haven't said that yet. We are not dating. I don't think we said it at all last episode, but our first episode I guess was, those listeners think we're dating. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But no, uh, I'll give myself credit. I'm a 3.5 who can cook. And nah. I... Be- I bake. I made pasta for some friends once, and they liked that, nice. which was good. It was cheating carbonara because it was like fettuccine alfredo with pancetta and onion built in. So oh, that's was, right, you did. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh right, because I we had the leftovers, and I just sent it on a random group chat. You were in like, hey, who wants pasta? Who wants pasta? And everyone said no, so it just sat in my fridge for like a few days, and then I tossed it out. Oh my gosh. Because I did not need any more of that. I ate so much, I got. I was, like, feeling not great. Sure. 
Pasta does that to you. Okay. Madeline's down. Uh, maybe like a five or a six. I think I feel like it gives you some amount of like I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? English is hard. Domesticity. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> not not that was the first instinct. That's not what I think it should be. I mean, I can cook. So I don't necessarily like need someone else who can. Sure. But would it be nice? Thomas don't hate me, yeah. <laughs> Sam. So I'm actually in the boat of someone who can't cook. Okay. As in I know how to do it, but it's not like It doesn't come naturally. I just don't care. I just want my food at this in here. Like when I go to a dining hall, yeah, I would prefer some better food, but if not, I'll take the X. I just want my food so I can eat and then leave. Quesadilla. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> like, like, oh, no, not like, like, like the not quesadillas. The exactly. So the, I'm going to mention it. No, actually, actually, I, that, I that have it. my finger on the mute button if you <laughs> wait, go on wait. a tangent. <laughs> okay. He can go on a mini tangent. Mini tangent. But if you, mini tangent. if you go off the rails, I have buttons on fingers on both buttons. I don't know which one will shut you off or shut Madeline off. But actually, I, I, I will say uh, thank you so much for bringing that up. So in the dining, <laughs> the dining halls for the 2023-24 year, the quesad- the dining halls removed quesadillas uh, during lunch hours, and that was very very painful for anybody who perhaps didn't like the stuff in the dining hall, um, and the- and just wanted something that was actually good. So eventually, I made a petition with 250 something signatures, and yeah, eventually they brought them back. Yeah, I was about to say, I, they did bring them back. Yeah, they did. I, I had I, one the other day. Yeah, I negotiated with them. Delish. Anyways, actually, that changed my answer. Seven. You Seven. didn't give an answer before this. <laughs> anyway. I, I, no, initially, I thought something like six, but thank you for bringing up the quesadillas. Seven. We're, okay. I hate Last, what I've started. Okay, this is related, and I'm scared of what Pandora's box were opening by asking it. Oh, man. There are ten... But they think the dining hall qualifies as a quote romantic dinner end quote. There's such a thing as a dining hall date if you aren't familiar with the it. But this is, this is yeah. taking it to its logical extreme. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're say- they're saying money. This is where okay. we learn about priorities. <laughs> I'm I'm fine with like DH dates as like a hey. It's the middle of the week, and I haven't seen you in, like, three days. Let's just go, like, eat lunch. Yeah. Just, like, actually get to talk and, you know, see each other. But, like, if if it's the weekend and, like, you want to, like, actually, like, go on a date, and it's not, like, we're in the talking phase and, like, I barely know this person. Sure. Yeah, no. And I don't even have expensive tastes. I'm just saying, like, I eat the dining hall food every day. I'd like some variety that maybe isn't ramen. Okay. So do you have a numeric? Do I have a numeric? So there are 10, but they think that the there dining hall... There are 10, but they think the dining hall is a romantic date. It's a romantic date. Yeah, that's like, that's like in a, a five... Ooh. That's a serious I, I mean, I agree, but ooh. Yeah. They're going way too much. That's a punch in the gut. Oh, I'm that. going too far down. Yes. 
you you dropped them by half a five points half of them i just i appreciate effort okay and like i don't need much no you're worth no you're I worth. would i no, would you're take worth. i would take chick-fil-a over the dining hall Found. in a heartbeat yeah. and that would be totally fine there are places to get a nice-ish dinner on campus. Nice-ish being Legends, Chick-fil-A, Modern Market, even maybe like, oh, not Street Fair. I don't, I, street Fair. No offense to Street Fair. Street Fair's cool. I don't like, their sushi tastes frozen. I haven't had their sushi. That, yeah, I that, had their tacos. That's part of it for me. Anyway, but like, if you want, you could take someone to a nice date at Roars. Yeah. It will wreck your bank account probably but like if you're you can paying, use flex points at roars you can yes if you have flex points and you want to impress someone just don't let them know you're paying yeah, but with like, flex you, you also points. have to save for finals week you know so I guess. that's what grab and go is for they have great snacks at grab and go mm-hmm. now nah, they run out of everything all the time okay Not so sam sam what is your what okay is your so actually actually the dining hall is not that bad sometimes in defense of the dining hall, sometimes they have. But really is it romantic? Is the question. It really depends on the day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, please elaborate. Because if it's Monday through Friday, then I would say it counts because, like, we're college students, we're all busy. You want to go on a Thursday. romantic Monday day? Monday through Thursday. You cannot include Friday in that. Friday doesn't count. Okay, Friday's oh, the okay, week. okay. I'll include Friday until lunch. Okay. 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 So I would say. If it's on that, uh, at least on that timeline, I would say 10. Sure. But during the weekends, the food actually sucks in the dining hall. Um, I don't know how I'm going to go, uh, what I'm going to get when we go right now. So. <laughs> our friends I'm, are providing, my friends, Victoria's a friend of yours too. Yeah, we our love friend, Victoria. Our friends are providing live commentary. Actually, yeah, dining hall dates can be romantic. I'm just going to point out the people who are saying this are not in relationships. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm That's okay. Sad. No, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying the person in a relationship is saying no, and the people who aren't are saying yes. Maybe that tells you something. Though I'm not in one, and I would not do that, but like I also feel the need to constantly impress people even if I'm not in a relationship I with them. I kind of understand Sam's logic, though. Yeah. Like, midweek, it's hard to do something. Yeah. But weekend, yeah. Okay. okay. You're gonna go in off. weekends, I'll say I'll drop it. Two points. You know what? Maybe, yeah, two points, eight. Okay. Valen. So with that, we have about 14 minutes left. Shall we do our last game of the day? We shall. A place that doesn't serve eggs, but this is our third segment. How do you like They serve eggs on sandwiches. I don't trust Oh, actually, if you're going to ask me how I like my ex, I'm going to need a Google Translator because I don't know how to say it. No, it's not a literal title. It's how do you like your eggs... Our third game where we ask people to pick a breakfast item from a breakfast establishment. Lucy, do you want to introduce our breakfast place? I would love to! Our breakfast place is Dunkin' Donuts. I came up with this at like 12.05 in the morning (laughs) because I realized we didn't have one. I mean, there are lots of breakfast places. It wouldn't have been hard to come up with. No, and it's a pretty good breakfast place, especially if you're from Boston or Ben Affleck or Matt Damon or Jennifer Lopez. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so while our contestants figure out what they would order, I saw this video the other day, and I don't remember where. It was probably on Instagram, honestly. It was most likely that it was on Instagram, but it was this. Oh, no, actually, I think it was on Facebook Reels of all things. Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know, but anyway. Do you use Facebook? It was this, I have a Facebook, yeah. I actually, funny enough, I got a Facebook in high school because my theater group and a lot of my extracurriculars used 
Facebook groups as their means of communication. Because for some reason they didn't use WhatsApp or GroupMe or stuff like that. So I got a Facebook for that. But anyway, I saw this video where this mother and daughter were going through how many Duncan locations there are per state. And there are some states with over a thousand and there are others with like two. And it's the funniest thing ever. I think Massachusetts has like over a thousand. I think Illinois was somewhere in the 700s, which makes sense. Makes sense. We have a Duncan on basically every, every corner. corner. Yeah, I remember once we my family was in Chicago and we made a game of counting every Starbucks and or Dunkin' that we passed by and it got into Out the doubles. What? Out of hand? Uh yeah, just we counted them and it got we got it I'm got a lot really right quick. Um This is crazy. This looks so good. I'm not I'm not reading this out loud, but Kevin sent a very funny message. Please do not read this out loud on air. French crawler. Oh, we love a French crawler, Kevin. We Shout do. Out French crawlers. Um, they have a thing called the churro donut, which does scare me, but it does sound great. I love a good churro. Okay. Are you guys? Should we go first? Are you guys still thinking? Um, I've had first. my answer since you said Dunkin'. You donuts. have your answer. Okay, Madeline, go. <laughs> uh, plain glazed donut, iced coffee, add mocha swirl. Nice. They're. I've heard they have great coffee. I've never, I don't think I've ever it's... actually gotten a coffee from Dunkin', but I've heard it's really You've good. You've never gotten a Dunkin' coffee? Because I didn't start drinking coffee till last semester, really, and I haven't been to a Dunkin' as far as I remember it's good. since then. And it's I, like your classic American coffee. That's the impression I get, because America runs on it. America does run on Dunkin'. Well, they're so no true. longer Dunkin' Donuts. We're they're slandering just Dunkin'. Them. We're, we're, dead naming a, we're dead naming a fast food chain. <laughs> Stop! Or, no, they are Dunkin' now. I forgot they, that they are, made that change. Well, is it, it's not dead naming. They're just, they, they're Beyonce now. They, they're no longer Beyonce Knowles. They're exactly. beyond, they're just Dunkin'. Okay. Right. Okay. My order, it's always what my dad gets. Sausage, egg, and cheese on a croissant. It does look good. Ugh, it looks so, it just, it looks so flaky on this image on the website. And I just, I would order one right now if we were at a Dunkin'. It looks my- so good. My order would probably be chocolate with chocolate frosting because I love chocolate. Nice. And probably a mocha just for that extra. Probably probably a hot mocha, but maybe iced. I do like an occasional iced coffee, um, mainly because when I order them, they give me an iced coffee on accident or I accidentally clicked iced mocha. Sure. And they're good. So Love me or hate me, I'll put in my donut order too. I'd probably get a strawberry frosted. Strawberry is a good flavor, always. I love the strawberry frosted. I never got it when I was young, and I got it either very end of grade school or very beginning of high school for the first time, and I'm like, this changed my life. So For me, very good. I my favorite type of donut is a chocolate old-fashioned. But specific, oh, I love old fashioned. But specifically from this one place in my hometown that makes them like no other place. Shout out Sunshine Donuts. Maybe they'll sponsor us. Maybe this place that is somehow always doing great business, but that's also because they like throw in like three donuts you didn't ask for, and do they do charge you for it? Nice. I we love oh, it. They charge you for it? Yeah, that's my not dad nice. will be. My dad will come home, and I'm like, "What did you get?" He's like, "I tried to get him to not put them in, but we did get a pink frosted donut, just a donut with like pink sugar frosting." And I'm like, "Okay, awesome." Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam, do you have your order? Have you been to a Dunkin' Donuts? Uh, yeah, but it was like months ago. Okay. It was, I'll be honest, I, the last time I went to a Dunkin' Donuts was in Germany. Um, in Germany? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and I cannot find most of the items in here, so my order would be kind of Germanish, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, was, so when were you in Germany? Study abroad. 
Oh, yeah. over the no, summer? Yeah. No, it, it had like, there was a Dunkin' Donuts. You step outside and it was the Brandenburg tour. So it was amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. I would say, I'm not sure if they have it here in the U.S., but strawberry ice latte. Do they have it? Yeah. Strawberry ice latte. I feel like they might have done that as yeah. a seasonal thing, but I don't know if they have it regularly. Yeah, and if I had to eat something, probably just a sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. Nice. Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the strawberry, I, I'm going to look that up. The strawberry ice latte sounds good. Did you put in your drink order already? Yeah, iced mocha, probably. Iced mocha. Because I need chocolate at all times, apparently. That's, you know what? It, it's valid, I it's think. It's valid. It's so valid. I would get... Or I remember when they started the culottas. What? What's the culotta? Ooh, they have a fr- ooh. They have a frozen matcha latte. Oh, that could be good. They have mm. a frozen hot chocolate. It could which, also be really that's gross. That's fire. The frozen hot chocolate is so good. Is it? I love a good hot chocolate. Like, is it, does it just taste like a milkshake or what? It, it kind of like? does. It was like there was a Dunkin' Donuts across from my dance studio when I was younger, and the frozen hot chocolate was like the thing we would all get on lunch when we were like having nine hour days of dance. Yeah. Which is really bad because you shouldn't drink that much sugar and dance, but whatever. It's okay. It's okay. I think we had a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, no. We had a McDonald's across the street from where I used to dance. But we have, again, we have Dunkin' Donuts, like, on every corner. It's Illinois. We love the Chicago suburbs. Shout out Chicago suburbs. Shout out Chicago. John Hughes would have loved you. John Hughes does love me. Well, he's dead. Well, he would have, yeah. Yeah. No, I I've been on a John, I've been thinking about John Hughes movies lately. My mom's an avid John Hughes movie junkie because she she's from Chicago. Here's my thing: hot take. She's having a baby is an underrated film of his, and I think people don't talk about it because it's not the teeny the teen teen antic movie he Was normally Breakfast made. Breakfast Club John Hughes. He at least produced or wrote it. Yeah. Like it, there's that genre though, but like. When people say John Hughes like movies, Ferris Bueller yeah, they think of Ferris Bueller, Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. I don't. Uh, Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink was John Hughes. Yeah, wasn't he it? wrote it. Uh, he didn't direct. He wrote it. Okay. But his writing is very distinct. Uh, I still think of some, it. Basically, anything with Molly Ringwald, I think she, of as a John Hughes great. movie. Uh, some kind of Wonderful gets overlooked, I think, as one of his. But that's a good one. Um, but she's having a baby is a great one. It. People were like, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is different. But I feel like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a lot like she's having a baby. Just because it's about priority and, like, being an adult and what that means. Mm -hmm. But also, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is hilarious. Um, I love that movie. Home Alone was a John Hughes movie. A lot of people... Oh, I do know that. He wrote it, which is why it's in Chicago. Yeah, all of his movies are set in Chicago. And you know what? As they should be. I, I, I want to say there's one or two that weren't. He also wrote the 100... Many of them are, though. He wrote the 101 Dalmatians remake, I'm pretty sure. No, he did. Did he really? Yeah, he also, like, wrote Beethoven, the dog movie. He wrote... He he was writing different movies. The, there's as a Beethoven, joke. the dog movie? It's about a dog named Beethoven. Oh, okay. It's not like Beethoven as a dog would be. It's crazy. not like a dog that play. It's not even like a dog that plays piano. It's not like an Air Bud. It's just what if His this dog? What if this dog was a demon that like? <laughs> I don't know. I actually know nothing about that movie. I just kind of assumed the dog just kind of messed everything up for like an hour and a half. Can you imagine pitching that to your studio though? Being like, take this. It We're is, gonna make. It's John Hughes. I don't think a he biopic to... about Beethoven, but he's a dog. Well, there was Rodney Doggerfield in the nineties. No way. Look it up. You have your laptop. Rodney Look up. Rodney Doggerfield? And yeah, Rod it was just a Rodney Dangerfield movie, but he's a dog. Doggerfield movie? 
I'll find this eventually. It's not coming it's up right with two away. G's. It's spelled with two G's. Are you sure you didn't dream this? No, I know for a fact it's real because I saw a clip from it. Okay. I'm not finding this anywhere. Th you're not, Are you sure? You're not looking. You're not looking hard enough. Uh, anyway, while we're doing this, uh, do either... Oh, Rover Danger Oh, Rover... That's what it's called? Rover Dangerfield. The dog who gets no respect. Which is a that's, summary of his stand-up. I thought it was called Rodney Doggerfield. No, it's Rover Dangerfield. Which, okay, that's a better title, but, like, you gotta admit, would you see a movie called Rodney Doggerfield? Probably not. I probably wouldn't have... see either, to be honest with you, though. Okay. Now okay. that that's out of the way, we got a few more minutes. Do either of you guys have anything you want to promote? Anyone you want to shout out? Any, any last comments? I'm surprised you're actually giving us the freedom. I have my fingers on the mute <laughs> buttons at all given times. <laughs> He's uh, thinking he wants to use the time he has. Madeline, do you have anything to shout um, out? I mean, so Mozart Requiem is on Palm Sunday. I'm in Lit Choir. Woo woo, shout so, out Lit Choir. Woo, yeah, so uh, Mozart Requiem, 8 p.m. in the Basilica. Uh, be there. There's posters all around campus. If you're not on campus, Look it up. It's probably somewhere on the on some website. It's on Palm Sunday. It's on Palm Sunday. Cool. Uh, Eight p.m. in the Basilica. Um, what else? Um, Corral has a concert in April. Shout out that. Are you in Liquor and Corral? Yeah, I do too much. <laughs> um, I guess I should probably shout out the Glee Club. They have a concert at some point. They always have a concert. They always have point. a concert at it's some Glee point. Club. It's Glee Club. Sorry. I, I, you guys are great. We love Glee Club. We love... We, however. <laughs> however. You perform everywhere. Matthew Morrison. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, family, if you're listening to this, which I hope you're not, um, I love you. Oh, and send it to your family. What, what do you mean? I, I don't know. It would just be kind of scary if they were. And then, like, also, probably I should shout out my boyfriend who isn't here and is probably still asleep. That's uh, valid. You got two Sam. minutes, Sammy. I have two minutes. Okay. Or, well, less, because we got to do our outro. Less, okay, so I'm actually going to just keep it brief. Shout out to everybody who's listening. Uh, shout out to Milkshake Mass. Please come to Milkshake Mass at 10 p.m. Uh, in Dillon Hall. Um, Thursdays. On Thursdays. On yeah, Thursdays. on Thursdays. Every every single week on Thursdays on Dillon Hall, 10 p.m. Please be there. And uh, shout out Fizz. No. <laughs> yes. I was not expecting that, but I should have. Shout That's on me. Fizz, like the yik like yak, yeah, like the yeah. yik yak knockoff. <laughs> anyway, great app, tremendous app. Okay. Phenomenal. Okay, so with that, we are gonna close out today. I have been Lucy Bullock. I have been Andy O'Tony. Well, Why are I we still, talking in the past tense? I still am, but like it's been it's, us. It's, it's we've been real, and this has been the show today. It's been one week since we posted an episode. Uh, shout out, bare naked ladies, the band. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I'm Andy O'Tony. I'm Lucy Bullock. Thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of Dating Over Easy. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in. Reminder, you can catch these episodes on Spotify if you're not listening live. And have a good morning. Good morning, everyone.